Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, with the podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. You said it this time. I think now I know that makes you feel better. Mm. Mm-hmm. In our happy time of 2020. Hello, everyone out there, especially all of you listening live right now on YouTube in the chat. Hopefully you all are doing well. Also, all of you that are just listening on the podcast forums on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, whatever they may be. Boy, oh boy, it's been a week. And oddly enough, in times like this, in the, since we're in the second half of 2020, which feels great to say, <laughs> you would think news would be a, a little more clear and a little bit less frequent in terms of severity and also just volume of stuff coming in because nothing's going on on the road. Well, the reason for that is that it's just when there is something that does go on the road, it's super bad and very unfortunate and poorly thought out and everyone suffers from it. And if you, for those of you who tuned in because of the name of this week's podcast, you pretty much know what this is all about. The big biker rally in Sturgis, South Dakota, a few weeks back has been studied vigorously by many, many, many different people. Um, this is not just trailing back and like like source word of mouth and things like that. This is actually many people that are saying there's a huge problem with Sturgis, South Dakota. So with Sturgis, it's a big problem right now because in that little town that's mostly no one, um, I'm talking like this is like less than 10,000 people live there, and then they cram in hundreds of thousands of people for that bike biker rally. Normally it has like f- over 500,000. This year didn't have that many, but it still had at least 300,000 people pop in. Yeah, that's a problem. And now they're saying the numbers are massively bad, and it's all because of this. This whole situation. So. Wow. Yeah. All the news sites have been reporting this, not just music sites, but actual like news sites. Um, CNN had a little article about this. Forbes and Time were talking about this. Forbes was the one that was actually a little bit more scathing and honest. And scathing is needed. <sighs> From the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, they are measuring that by September 2nd, a month following the onset of the rally of COVID-19, cases increased by approximately 67 cases per 1,000 population in the home county of Meade, where Sturgis is. Differences in differences, dose response, estimates show that following the Sturgis event, counties that contributed the highest inflows of rally attendees experienced a 7 to 12.5% increase in COVID-19 cases, up to 12% increase relative to counties that did not contribute inflows. So we conclude that the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally generated public health costs of approximately $12.2 billion, including how many positive cases there were coming out of Sturgis one month after the Sturgis Rally events, including 12.5% increase in COVID cases for within the city. And let me go back to the main number. This is the big one. Over 250,000 cases of COVID-19 have been connected to the rally and concerts where Trapped, Fozzy, Drowning Pool, Quiet Riot, Adelita's Way, and Smash Mouth performed. New research from IZA and CDA have now confirmed the biker rally, which brought just under 500,000 this year, but it was like around 400,000 or so, between August 7 and August 16th have massively contributed to this and spread out the disease throughout various parts of the United States due to so many people coming to the rally. So, that was a whole lot of information to take in. What does all that mean? 
it means all those like complaints about that Riker rally in Sturgis and the concert they had and how many people were going to get sick. And then when the lead singer of Smash Mouth, the Guy Fieri lookalike, said F that COVID crap. And then you had other guys like from Trapped and now Adelita's Way saying it was safe. It wasn't that bad. We now have st- we now have statistical proof saying yes, it was that bad. All the photos of Fozzie and Trap and Fozzie and Smashmouth performing live with that many people crammed shoulder to shoulder, sweating on each other, singing along. Yes, that's what did it. Now in Sturgis, the bike rally, the actual events and different things they had, they were trying to actually socially distance. People had masks on. People like were going to different shops and riding around to the different events. Yes, they could do social distancing then. No one tried for many of those concerts. No one. The the pictures are there. They're online all over the place. It's proof. And it kind of hurts, too, because a few weeks back before Sturgis, I interviewed Chris Jericho saying, like, they'd be willing to do it if it was a socially distant concerts event because they want to play. And if it was, that would make sense if it was a socially distanced concert. And it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was, it was just like any other show. And then Chris Jericho made a post saying, what, only like a couple of weeks ago, there's only like seven cases that actually made it out, out of 100,000 people that were there that night for the concerts and stuff. Oh, yeah. My. It's much more than that now. And it really gets in my head. It's like, if one person dies from COVID, who was at that Sturgis concert to see Smash Mouth, Fozzie, Trapped, whoever, is there some liability in that? I don't, I don't know. Because, like, no one forced them to come. But, no, I, but, the, but the thing is, the, everyone knew the event should not have been happening in the first place. And if they advertised it as socially distanced, then there's a problem. Mm. Ugh. I, and, that's, and it hurts. And that's what everyone's saying, too. Sorry, I had yeah. to get a drink. I don't know. This, it really does hurt because... This is a situation that proves we cannot have concerts until we get an all clear and cases are way down. And this is going to push things till uh, like at least a month or two into 2020, 2021, most likely. And like, let's be honest, we weren't going to see anything in January of 2021. But at the same time, people had plans to make this all work together. And because Sturgis had to have their events, even though the city of Sturgis, the residents voted to cancel it this year. The mayor and local government said we need to do it for the economy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's now going to cost a whole lot more to take care of people. A lot more. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, is, this, is, this is the cost of impatience. This is the cost of entitlement. This and is the cost of wanting to hear the Shrek soundtrack live. Uh, so, on, <laughs> so on Bubba's deathbed, Bubba the big biker... He's in the hospital. Big biker. Yeah, Bubba the big biker on his deathbed in the hospital, intubated, last few breaths. The doctor comes in and goes, okay, Bubba, we we got your family on this Zoom call because we know you wanted to say goodbye. Is there anything you wanted to tell your family? And after a few deep, deep breaths, Bubba goes... Somebody once told me. Wow. So realistic. Was it worth it, Bubba? Was it? 
Was it really worth all that? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It hurts to say, but that's just how it's going to be now. Take this as a learning example. If you're listening to this podcast and outside of the United States, if you're Canada, UK, because then we have some listeners there and some other places too, take this as a warning sign. Proof that what's going to happen, because I know they're already planning for some concerts and festi- even like one festival in December of this year in Europe. Mm-hmm. Europe, many countries in Europe are doing a fantastic job of reopening now because so many people took it serious. So, I hope you guys realize, like, yeah, if you're going to reopen, make sh- if it's outdoors possible, do it, but December in Europe, probably not. Have people wear masks, socially distance as much as possible, even if you have to cap the venues at, like, 50%. Worth mm-hmm. it. It's worth it for the short term. This is not. This does not have to be permanent if we start taking it serious. Which, again, it doesn't matter if nine out of ten people take it super serious. If one bubba doesn't take it serious, then everyone is at risk. Yep. Team effort, and one bad player can ruin the team. There's that's the unfortunate truth. That's a lesson that we did not learn from our parents in little league because they didn't want to admit to us that sometimes, you know, it can't be one kid's fault. And yep, it's the kid that listens to traps. That's the lesson. That's the lesson. Billy, what's in your CD player? Oh, oh, nothing, coach. Nothing. Open the CD player, Billy. No, I'm, oh, I'm just listening to the radio. It's a trap CD. <laughs> It's a trap. I just hope that two weeks goes by. All those cases that have stemmed from Sturgis start to dissipate. I hope that people get things back together. I know Florida is still a nightmare. Texas is not doing well. But at the same time, boy, oh boy, the cold weather's coming. And if people are already... Some places out west. I know. Oh, I, that sounds amazing, too. 50-degree weather right now. Ooh, that sounds great. Yeah, 50 degrees sounds good. Colorado's currently having low 30s and snow. Ooh, I want snow. And I don't want it in September. You want Halloween in July. Oh, yeah. Oh. Halloween is a lifestyle. Like, come on. Winter's a lifestyle. Snow, <laughs> cold. But My life centers around snow. People love no. snow and winter. Anyway, so that being said, hopefully if you or a loved one or a friend has COVID, hopefully you're getting better. I know Gretchen and I know a guy, we'll give him a shout out. I doubt he'll hear this real more. He like got COVID. He'll be like, I'm pretty sure he'll be okay, but some people don't have it easy. He's younger. He should bounce back. Again, the older you are, the worse chances you have. Stay safe, wear a mask. It's not difficult. And I get that I'm saying I'm preaching to the choir. Most people that listen to this podcast already do. So the reason I say that, tell other people to wear a mask if you want concerts back. If it gets to the point where you have to start shaming others, go ahead and do it. It's to that point now. If you see some if you see someone at Target, some Karen or some Bubba not wearing a mask, call them out on it. Watch what happens. Don't make the st- don't make those poor minimum wage um, part timers at Target have to risk their lives. No, they'll lose their job if they have to do something. You be the hero and call Karen and Bubba out. Karen and Bubba aren't going to do anything. 
When's the last time you heard about a Karen or a Bubba actually really rocking some people in the face at a Target because they didn't wear a mask? No, they're cowards. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Call them out. We've gotten to that point now. We have to publicly humiliate in order for safety to start actually working. It's oh, just man. how it is. So, if you, if you want concerts back, are you going to do it? Gretchen, if you want to see Shinedown again, are you going to start calling out Bubba's and Karen's? I was probably calling them out for other things already, so sure. Oh, well, add it to the list. Just add it and be like, while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Karen, sit down. I got a long list. <laughs> Uh, so we'll move on from the sad, unfortunate state of Sturgis. Again, hope it was worth it, everybody. Uh, as we move on, we'll talk about some cool things. One's a little brief one. For those who are aware about Metallica SNM2, got some good news for you Metallica fans and rock and metal fans in general. Metallica had the best new album come out this past week, best-selling new album, as it ranks number four on the Billboard Top 200. That's a big deal for any type of rock or metal album at this point to break that high. Beat out Katy Perry's new album also, same week. That's a big deal. Um, it did not get number one. Taylor uh, Taylor Swift still has that number one chokehold with Folklore. So, But still, Metallica, S&M 2, getting to number four on its first week, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yep. So other than that... One cool thing I did want to talk about, bring up for like new like new music coming, new things to expect. Number one, I posted about this on Instagram a couple hours ago. Mastodon said they're ready to start recording and like performing. They actually have their own building in uh, just outside of Atlanta where they're home, where they're based. So hopefully they're going to start getting in there. They, um, I don't remember if it was Troy or somebody else in the band. Uh, it might have been somebody else in the band that said they all have a case of demoitis, meaning they want to get in there and perform, but they're not sure if it's going to be good enough. Are they losing it? Do they still have it? They're just really itching to get into the studio to make new music. So that's something awesome for a lot of those Mastodon fans. Along with that, Gorillaz announced who their next collaboration project's going to be with, and that's Robert Smith of The Cure. I'm very excited about that. Gorillas always do a good job making something creative with their when collaborating with other musicians. And Robert Smith sounds like a perfect person to do something like that with. So if you keep uh, tabs with Gorillas' social media accounts and on their YouTube channel, it'll be on their like little side projects with all that stuff going on. Uh, what's the name of it? I can never remember because they have their own little thing. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Gorilla. I'll be honest, I didn't realize Gorillas was still doing stuff. Yep, Song Machine. Um, coming on the next Song Machine series. Um, if you check those out on YouTube, you'll see the animated stuff. And they're doing like little bits and pieces. They haven't had a new album in a little bit, but still, I'm very excited to hear what Robert Smith and Gorillas make because you know that's going to be bonkers, but in the good way, like the good type of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. And. Moving on from that, this is something that Gretchen brought to my attention and we both like listen to a decent amount of. For those of you who are still missing the festivals and concerts and things like that, but you have a SiriusXM online subscription, this past weekend, Labor Day weekend in the United States, um, they did the Home Invasion. It was pretty much like four sets of four to five hours worth of recordings from many different bands. It was pretty much like an online festival where all these bands recorded their own live songs and recordings, sent them into Sirius, and then they played it like it was an actual festival. They had different stages. That's how they broke down the sets. And each set, um, each stage, I should say, there's four different stages, and they each run about four hours apiece, and they're on demand. 
And they had everyone, stage one headlined by Shinedown, stage two by Corey Taylor and Metallica, stage three, Bremuth Horizon, stage four, Three Days Grace and Seether. So stage two was my personal favorite. Um, there was a lot of hits and misses on this live invasion. Corey Taylor sounded like fun. Um, Fever 333 got wild. Man, I mean, duh, of course they did. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch theirs. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much to break in. Um, I'll see if I can kind of share this. It might be worth sharing. Ta-da. Let me post this. But it was a lot of fun. Now, Gretchen pointed out to me, um, there were some good bands. There were some bad bands. Corey Taylor was fun. You know, three, Fever 333 was nuts because those were on stage two. Bad Wolves didn't have too too great of a performance with this live set. And it turns out we're not the only ones to think that. Oh, really? Yeah, other people thought that too. Um, oh. Gretchen, can you describe what uh, the issue was with Bad Wolves? Just how, how all it's that just, turned out? Tommy did not sound like himself. Like, I, I... And I've heard him do acoustic stuff before, which is why it was so surprising to me because i've heard him do acoustic sets before um, i don't remember where but i've heard it and they sounded good yeah but this did not not only did he sound almost like weak in his performance yeah. like physically weak but it was just rough to get through for everyone watching on youtube i'm showing like the little lineup of all the different bands that did like that sent in their live recordings of like some of them only had like three or four songs some of them had more but at the same time, like a true festival, and they try to make it like replicate that as much as they can. If for everyone saying they missed it, it's on demand on SiriusXM. You can go check it out at any time. Just have to go to like SiriusXM online or SiriusXM dot uh, com and just look it up, and it's all there for you, like five hours or so. And I think there's free trials and stuff like that if you want to try that out as well, just for the online. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have the rate actual car radio or. Right. Any um, Amazon devices to check it out either. So could be worth checking out. Again, there's some good stuff on there. I remember hearing like a little bit of the Pretty Reckless. They had a good. They had a good few clicks on there. I know Ice Nine Kills. Gretchen said was re- did really good. Oh my god, they did a spectacular job. Did they? Like, I didn't hear I that didn't, one. I didn't catch too many just because I had to work all weekend. But the moments that I had to like sit in my car between breaks. Um, Ice Nine Kills was really good. I heard, like, the very beginning of Beartooth. Yeah. That was good. Um, yeah, Ice Nine Kills killed it. Awesome. That's good to know, too, because Gretchen and I are both fans of Ice Nine Kills, so that'll be support for us. But, yeah, just something cool. I'm glad Octane did something like that. We just wanted to point that out. Again, Gretchen and I are, whatever complaints we have about SiriusXM, Regardless of the stations, we are supporters and fans of SiriusXM, including Octane. So when they do something good, we definitely want to point it out. So it's kind of cool that they kind of put something like that together. All these bands got together to make something like this just for SiriusXM. Because I know... Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have, for sure. So I say good for them. I'm glad they're trying to do something like this. So moving on, before we get to some other topics... um. We wanted. To, I was going to talk about the Billboard Mainstream Rock Top 3. However, Billboard has not updated the site yet, unfortunately. They're either behind or it's just not updated properly. So it still has the same, so it still has the same three songs from last. Like, the page itself has not been updated with the current week. So it still has, like, Metallica last week number two, which is not the case. That's how it was last week. So, so it's outdated right now. We'll get that to you next week, though, for sure. Sorry about that. So, 
Maybe they messed everyone up. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Man, they're really slacking at Billboard. Can't even get that done because that's usually like programmed in and things like that. So I don't know what happened. Someone dropped the ball. Apparently. So um, for those of you who are interested, before we get into some other serious, more serious topics, um, this past Thursday, my website got hacked pretty roughly. And I found out right away because I got notifications of someone trying to sign in. Everything's fine now. I've removed the issue. Um, someone logged in, took ownership, like co-ownership of my website, uploaded a bunch of malware. My website could not even be functioned. I couldn't even log into my own website. So I took care of the issue, like getting that guy off of uh, my website first. And then three hours later, I was able to get GoDaddy to roll back the website. So everything's back to normal now. The actual issue of them being able to duplicate that process to hack again has been removed. I'm doing uh, 48-hour backups um, regularly now, so that way I never have to worry about that issue again, just in case. It'll be much smoother. Sorry about if there's any inconvenience. Please support the website if you ever want some like posts, if you ever follow any of my socials, Facebook or Twitter specifically, so that way you get news updates and like for concerts and albums and things like that as well. It helps me out a ton. Um, hackers suck. That was... Four hours, three hours, I'll never get back in the middle of the night. I didn't get to bed till like 2.30 in the morning. Kind of sucked, but yeah, everything's good now. So, okay, now to the fun topics. We didn't get to talk about this last week because it was like in that gray area of right before the podcast. Um, if I'm correct, this broke just after like an hour or two hours after we got done with last week's podcast. The band issues is going through a lineup change and not for good reasons, as Tyler Carter has been outed of the band for sexual misconduct, grooming, and a whole uh, list of other allegations which he admitted to. From issues at nine o'clock at nine p.m. Central Time, ten p.m. Eastern, September first, so like two hours after the podcast. Recently, we have become aware of allegations against Tyler Carter of grooming and sexual misconduct. We, Josh, Sky, and AJ, will no longer be working with Tyler. We believe survivors. And that was the tweet. Tyler Carter would go on to make his own statements, saying while he never sexually assaulted or came in contact physically with any of these other people he manipulated, he admitted to like to manipulating and using his like power and his position to pretty much talk down to girls and sexually mislead girls and things like that and it happened more than a few times so issues is going to be looking for a new singer and i think good for them for the other three guys for like jumping on that right away not wanting anything to do with all that you know uh, it's a mess. Good. Um, I've seen issues once live and they were fine. No issues with it. But yeah, on September 3rd, Tyler posted images of his response that he never physically assaulted anyone, but I can't deny I have escalated conversations and abused my power, leaving people uncomfortable and I will not run and hide from it. So he's owned up to a lot of what he said. Um, but Boy, oh boy, uh, oh, I can't, I can't see things going well for him anytime soon. It's going to be a while before you hear his name again. The guy was engaged. He had a long time fan base too. So I stand by my statement though. I'm glad we live in a current age of technology where 
past horrific events and behavior can be exposed instantly. And I'm glad that we live somewhere where, you know, things can actually be pointed out and called out like this. So, you know what? The other guys in issues, they did the right thing. If I'm correct, like one of the other band members also did like backup singing, did a lot of singing too. So I have a feeling issues if they find a next another singer and there's a lot of them out there waiting to be picked up. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Oh, people are saying in the chat it was they were boys, it, not girls. Okay, excuse me. That's why I kind of said like the people. I think I was mispronounced because I got confused over which case this is on. More on that in a minute. But yeah, it was boys. So they were boys that he was kind of um, misleading and sick. I don't know if grooming's the correct word, but he was really taking advantage of. Ugh. Gross. Either way. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, he's doing that to, regardless of who he's doing that to. It's just so awful. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Issues gets a new singer. I like, there's many singers, both in many different genres whether it's in the scene or pop punk or whatever you want to call in any type of music realm that are looking to do make work right now because they're at home and they can't tour. They can't do anything else. They're probably sending in demo tapes to issues ASAP (laughs) issues will have pick and issues already has a name and a fan base. They will have pick of the litter for good new singers. So that's one good thing they have going for them. The rest of the guys good for them for standing up. (sighs) <sighs> such a mess and then earlier today um holy roar the the record label the owner was outed for tons of misconduct to the point where the other staff of holy roar completely resigned and bands are completely oh. leaving their contracts i don't think i've heard of that record label this is more uk based bands holy roar records yeah. um ithaca is one of the bigger bands i know crashes into them um, mm-hmm. From Holy Roar, I'd have to look up all the many bands, but there's quite a few, and these are not like lower bands. Like they actually have quite a few, few names under their label. We have spent the last 24 hours in horror of the allegations that have been made against Alex Fitzpatrick, the owner of Holy Roar. The extremely serious allegations are against everything that myself, Sam, Will, and our bands stand for. We, the label's employees, are resigning from working with Holy Roar effective immediately. We are sorry for the long silence. It was a lot for us to process with our bands and personally, and we found out the same time as the public. Alex will be making his own statement in due course. Justine, Sam, and Will. So the other employees, a holy roar, like the other heads, they said, we don't want anything to do with this anymore. We're done. That's how bad it got. So, yeah. Expect a statement from more about that. But the other bands like Ithaca and many and several others have already completely disowned Holy Roar, saying that, okay, from now on, any proceeds from our album sales to come from Holy Roar, just donate them to charity. They want nothing to do with any of this. So... It'll be very interesting to see where it goes from there. Ithaca um, shared out Holy Roar's information. Let me see what Ithaca's statement is. From Ithaca two hours ago, Holy Roar Records is dead. As ever, we stand with our survivors, our fellow label mates, and Justine, Sam, and Will from formerly of Holy Roar. F abusers. So... Also good that the bands and former employees are making a big stance right away when they found out the president of a company has been called out and exposed for a lot of bad behavior. Again, this has happened today, so we're going to hear more about this. But, uh, boy, oh boy. Rolo Rolo Tomasi was on that band, is that true? Um, Someone just said in the chat, man. 
I, be- I believe it. I mean, man, I don't even remember because I know there's quite a few bands over in the UK that have they're under that label. So, sheesh. It's it's been a week, hasn't it? <laughs> That's a statement for 2020. Anyway, there's so much. Yeah, there's. It's just such a whirlwind of news, information, and things like that. Let's talk about some other good stuff, though. Now that we got the darker, awful topics out of the way, we said last week we'd talk about the new song from Corey Taylor because it came out this past Wednesday. Highway 666 came out with an animated music video. One of my favorite songs off the new album, if I'm correct, it leads. It's the date. It's the album opener off of CMFT from Corey Taylor's upcoming album uh, coming out the first week of October. Um, I already, you kind of already know, guys already know my thoughts about it. Gretchen, what do you think about Highway 666? Uh, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need to listen to it. I've only listened to it twice. Okay. I think, um, it's, I think I need to give it another chance, but I like it more so than the goofy, uh, what was it called? I forgot the, the other one that he put out cmft must be stopped yes i liked it better than that okay and I'm, and I'm not saying that i didn't like that it was just that one was goofy okay it was just all over the place it was that's my exact definition of that too all over the place black eyes blue is still getting charting success and that feels like a stone yeah. sour deep cut and if you're a big stone sour yeah. fan you're gonna like that which is fine highway 666 feels like something different though and that's what i like about it mm-hmm. it's my favorite of the three singles so far so yeah and, like, I just love the build in it, the guitar work. Corey sounds like he's got a lot of fire in his voice. He, you can tell it's a different sounding song than anything Slipknot or Stone Sour. It's fun to listen to. It's intense. Mm-hmm. CMFT can't be stopped. Yeah, that's the fun um, all over the place song. But with Highway 666, it's something very different. And that's what I like about it. So check that out on YouTube. I'll try to put a link to that on the side as well. If you follow these on the socials and things like that. The music video was fun. It is. It's mm-hmm. animated and yep. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So again, Corey has some surprises on this new album. So it's definitely something to look, to look up the week it comes out. And Corey's put a lot of work into this solo album. A lot. So Did this album actually come out? I believe it's the day before my birthday, October 2nd. Oh, okay. Friday, October 2nd is the day it comes out. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that'll be something cool to check out for everyone in the first week of October. And so other just different news about this. Um, if you're looking for other cool things to check out, please let us know if there's any festivals. You can at me on Twitter, RocksNet. That might be the easiest way. If you don't have Twitter, Facebook also, at RocksNet. There's going to be many, many, many more festivals and concerts being announced in the next month or two. Because, number one, Concert Tour is going to start to be scheduled with Live Nation if so long, after Live Nation gets everything under control to plan for 2021 which is good news for people in the U.S. and Canada and also overseas, as well as festivals in the United States and other places will start to be announced for dates. From what we understand, um, DWP, the company behind a lot of the big festivals in the United States, are going to start making announcements about dates and information coming this October. So next month, about all the festivals that we would have had this year. So for all you festival goers like Gretchen and I, we're planning on seeing stuff in 2021. The hope is May 2021, which I feel is very fair for us to finally get our everything in check. Um, will there be a festival like they're planning on in Florida in 2021 in May? I don't know, because Florida still is a nightmare. Could they possibly have one in Columbus, Ohio for Sonic Temple? 
yeah, that might be more realistic. Because that's, that's not at a park. That's actually an actual Major League Soccer venue where they can check people and easily so, more easily socially distance. Right. And security to keep better eyes on people if, like, no, like just with masks and stuff. So I think that one's a little more realistic. I hope that happens. In Europe, they're already announcing festivals like Helpfest and things like that in France. So things are going to be coming. And JT just said in the chat, 2021 needs to come. We're already September 8th. It's less than four months. We've made it through the brunt of 2020. We really have. But, like, my thing is, like, everyone's always, like, I mean, and, and I'm guilty of this, too, saying, like, oh, my God, 2021 just needs to get here. What makes us think that at midnight, January 1st, 2021, like, is it going to disappear? Is it going to be, like, Cinderella and, like, everything turns back into a pumpkin? Like, I don't know. I don't know that many people that are just waiting for that happy that happy New Year ball drop moment for 2021. Just a, <laughs> and it just explodes COVID. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At in Times Square, also in New York. <laughs> Yikes. They got enough problems right now. But at the same time, I just think it's because people want to have plans for 2021. There's That's where the hope is. That's where the actual, we know things can be better. We're seeing it around the world. We know that cases mm-hmm. can start dying down. They are working on a vaccine. Concerts and festivals are being planned for 2021. Even in the United States, too. We've already gotten, like, updated tours from, like, oh, yeah. the Megadeth and Lamb of God tour and Shinedown and every other thing, you know. They're already being in the works. Rage Against the Machine said they will have a fresh new tour. Um, same with Tool, you know. So there's stuff coming. Uh, I mean, I I get the whole sense of like being hopeful and everything like that, but hope can only take you but so far. Uh, you need everyone to get on board. And as you and I have both seen of the general population, not everyone's on board. I agree. It's like I said earlier, nine out of 10 people can totally be on board, but one person can ruin it for everyone. Yeah. However, so a- we have to get through 2021st, and I think that's what we'll have to see. Again, it's not going to be January 1st. Up, oh, it's a brand new year, and everything's fine, like a fresh start. No, but <laughs> but 2021 has potential to be better. Better than this is not difficult either. I guess. Watch, watch uh, December 31st, 11:59 p.m., and instead of rolling over to January 1st, 12 o'clock a.m. is going to say December 31st, 11.60 p.m. Oh, it just... It just, <laughs> just going to keep going. We break... We finally break the time format and we just could stay in the same year. I don't think that's how that works, Gretchen. That's something you don't have to worry about. Keep going. Not something you have to worry about. This will not be Groundhog's Day for the last day of 2020. Oh, I never know. So, I do feel that we have other things we need to get through. We have to make sure to see if we'll get that vaccine by December 31st. I don't think we will. And if we get the vaccine, it won't be readily available until the first few months of 2021, which, again, that's fine. If it's January, February, that's fine. I'd rather have them done right, made tested, readily accessible. And it's not just two countries working on this. Many countries throughout the world are working together to find a vaccine. So that's why it's a little bit better looking. Um, Here's the thing, though. We still have other events we need to get through in 2020. We have an election coming up in the United States for those who are not aware of uh, who don't live in the States. That's going to be a big, big, enormous deal for everyone. That's going to overtake all the news. Um, I predict in the next two weeks, I don't know when the debates start, but it's going to be a big, huge nightmare for everyone. Everyone's going to be sick of politics. 
The month of October would almost be ruined if not for Halloween. How even though Halloween's going to be kind of ruined because no social distancing. No one is ruining Halloween for me. Well, that's fine. We'll have a different Halloween, but we'll have a good Halloween. <laughs> I just feel that we have to get through some of these things and have hope for 2021 because we have to start planning for 2021. If we have something, events to work forward, work, like to work for and to work toward, that'll make us take it more serious. Bubba and Karen, they don't care about their events in 2021 because they live the same day every day, no matter what. So Dear. it doesn't really matter to them. Yeah. So if you think, of, just think about it that way, you know, do the Karens really care about what they're going to do like for concerts and festivals? And uh, do they care about what other people are going to have happen? Do they care about if anyone gets sick in 2021? No, probably not. Does Bu is Bubba going to care if he has to still wear a mask or not? No, because he's not wearing one now anyway. So again, I'm going to have to start calling people out on it. That's just how it's going to have to be. We have to learn. I was talking to Gretchen about this earlier with COVID and things like that. We have so many people who will not learn unless they learn the hard way until someone that they love or someone them or themselves get COVID because they were too close or they were wearing, they weren't wearing a mask. And then they realize, Oh wow, I should have taken this more serious. That's how some people learn. That's the only way. So now that we have millions of cases, and almost 1 million dead in the world from this. Yeah. It's going to start coming to the point where in the next month or two, everyone's going to know someone that had COVID personally. I, I talk about it myself. I mean, my aunts and my cousin both had it. So that's pretty directly. I haven't come in, I wasn't, I have never been, haven't been near them in months. So there's no risk for me. Mm -hmm. And they pull it and they did pull through fine. I don't know about the long-term ramifications because my aunts like me, we both have pretty bad asthma, but she says she's doing okay. That's good. Right. So uh, we'll find out. And then I'll end with this before we start really, truly wrapping up. Um, I've kept everyone in on the loop for the podcast. My mom is in her final week of radiation treatments, which is a huge deal. No more surgeries. She didn't have to go full chemo. Radiation therapy has been pretty tough. Some days were better than others, but this is her last week of it. And if we get the all clear, then everything should be fine. So it's a big deal for me. Yeah. Huge deal. My mom's a tough woman. I've told that to many people. Gretchen's met her. Gretchen knows. So <laughs> I just feel I'm very thankful for all of you that reached out. Once I actually get the true message from my mom saying that, okay, doctor said no more treatments. Everything's fine. I'll be happy. I'll make the post also. But yeah, it was a rough few months. I told everyone pretty much that I found out in the same 24-hour span that I was being furloughed indefinitely and my mom had cancer in the same 24 hours. And that feels like years ago at this point. Yeah. That was back in May. So, so I'm glad at least that part of it's over. That's the main thing. Work, I don't care about the day job. If I never go back to it, that's fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it really makes me realize better priorities. If I could do rocks full time from now on, that'd be huge. But I got to get there when I get there. Patreon is doing better. People are sharing out videos, which is huge for me. Thank you for everyone who's doing that. Even if it's just the podcast, sharing out links to the podcast or telling people that way, that helps too. 
because we monetize those through Spotify and through Speaker, so you hear that on Apple and things like that. Thank you guys for sharing stuff out. That gets me closer to working from home and keeps me safe, but also keeps me working on Rocked full-time. If I work on Rocked full-time going forward, like I have been the last probably two months, ever since I got done with the GMAT, I've been working on Rocked full-time. And I've been putting out more content more regularly. I think people have realized that the channel has seen better growth because of it. So more time for rocks. If I can get more people watching, more people subscribing, more patrons, the Patreon account has been a huge help. Thank you all the patrons out there. I'll have more content coming up for you soon. Um, just what to expect this week on the main channel. Um, my review of Marilyn Manson's new album, We Are Chaos, will be posted tomorrow. It's already up on Patreon now. And I will be having a discography tier list video being posted hopefully tomorrow on Patreon. And it will be public on Friday. However, I'm going to keep that a surprise to see who the guest is and which band we're going to tackle until tomorrow. So just keep an eye out for my socials. You'll find out on Wednesday tomorrow on Facebook and Twitter what the actual band and who my guest is. And then on Friday, it'll be public for everyone. Please consider supporting Rocked on Patreon, even if it's just $2 a month. You get to see videos early, and you're supporting the channel a ton. Also, Gretchen posted her video today about her reacting some to many of her fans' tattoos. It's pretty much a fan, react to fans' tattoos, like her subscribers. This is part two. There's some really intense, awesome tattoos that Gretchen's fan base has. So if you check that video out, please do so on Go Gretchen's channel. That's Go Gretchen with G-E-A-U-X. Thanks. Anytime. And um, I think lastly, we would just like to point out that Gretchen did not get to see Shinedown this past week. No. Which I know she's very sad about. Yeah. But at the same time, Gretchen will hopefully get to see Shinedown next year, so long as we all work together. <laughs> Isn't that a good goal? It is a good goal. You know, but... he, hey, you know the guys in Shinedown want to tour no matter what. Yeah, just so. like you said, if, if we all work together, mm -hmm. about getting all. Yeah, so everyone in the everyone there in the chat room and everyone listening to this start calling people out call karen and bubba out do what you got to it's to that point now no one's you, we can't be sensitive about it anymore we can't we have fallen behind because we're too tolerant of not keeping taking care of each other like we just allow people to not wear masks because ugh, i'd rather I'd rather get COVID than bend a knee. They see that as like being weakness or admitting to something like your weakness and like agreeing with physicians because making it a political thing. And everyone sees it as a political thing in the States. It's not just wear a mask, wash your hands, stay home. And think about that. That if you're in one of those positions where you work a job that you now work from home, think a couple years ago, how much you would rather be home every single day. Now you can be. Just stay home and wear a mask and tell someone else to wear a mask that you know isn't. It's not difficult. There, that's the end of my rants. It's just the Sturge stuff really bothered me. And when I saw that, I knew we all knew, we all knew it was going to be like that. I don't care if it was open air. And then when I saw the numbers, my jaw dropped. I didn't realize how bad it was and how, how much it streamed out. So... Ha <laughs> ha, Luke, you were right. Ha 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 ha. I don't want to be right about that.
I would have gladly been wrong. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with? No, because I've been saying the same thing since, what, April? Everyone, wash your hands and wear a mask for Gretchen. Do it for do it for Gretchen. Do it for Gretchen. Do it for Gretchen, guys. That's what we need. People are not gonna do it then. They'll be like, oh well. If we're doing it for her. No, they'll do it. They like you. Yeah. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Bye everyone. Bye.